Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey guys, thank you for taking the time to tune in. Welcome to the show. And we are as ever sponsored by our partners at SpreadX. You can go to spreadx.com forward slash FBP to bag yourself a special Bet25 Get25 welcome offer. Only one place to start this week, isn't there? And that's with your winning treble from the last show, Tom. Uh, so big round of applause. Congratulations for pulling in an eight to one for the boys. Yeah, and girls. Uh, yeah, boys and girls. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty comfortable as well. Uh, the two teams I picked to win didn't concede, and then I had an under two point five. We'll go through this in further detail later on. One uh, one, and uh, yeah, no. No real doubt, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, a nice 8-1 to one boosted courtesy of SpreadX. So, yeah, really happy to get that one over the line. Uh, three winners in the last five shows, Tom. So, if you're new mm-hmm. around here, you're coming at a good time. And if you're an ever-present, I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoyed that kind of winning, winning piece of form that we've been delivering. Yeah, big time. So... Because the price has been good, haven't they? Um, we have what we had sixteen to one, your eight to one last weekend, and then whatever the other one was in the middle of all that. Yes, yes, exactly. So uh, full fixture list again. Obviously, we're at the business end of the season. I think, I think Tom, we can officially say that we're in the running stage of the season now. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. We're there. So you know what that means. Some sides have got everything to play for. Some sides, nothing to play for anymore. And uh, classically, as we say, on the beach. Um, so we're going to do our best to avoid those sides who may be thinking of their potential summer trips abroad um, and preparing for next season. And yeah, we're going to focus on the ones where we think we can still get some uh, some winners from and some, some value. So we're going to go through each league, as Tom mentioned. We're going to start with the Premier League. Um, and it kicks off on Friday night. It's Fulham against Wolves. Um, Fulham are suddenly looking a little bit more precarious now. Um, three points behind Newcastle, and they've played a game more. Do you think they've got enough about them to beat Wolves uh, this Friday? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't see any reason why I'd be backing any of these teams. I was having a look into form and you know possibilities of goals no goals under overs <laughs> draw no bets the lot but I couldn't come up with anything here it just looks like two teams in desperate form obviously yes Fulham fighting for their lives Wolves you know 14th not going down not going anywhere just hoping for the season to end sooner rather than later so yeah didn't find anything for this one no, uh, tough running for Newcastle. Um, Burnley this weekend, which we'll, we'll come to. Then West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Man City, Sheffield United, and then Fulham on the final day. So they do have a tough run in. It's tougher than Fulham's. Um, and then, of course, wouldn't it be great for the neutral if it all came down to that final day game at Craven Cottage to decide who stays in the Premier League? An absolute shootout. Yeah. Who are you, who are you backing to stay up? Right uh, now, as we speak, mar- marginally Fulham. Ooh, I was I'm... I was more pro Fulham a few weeks ago. More, yes, I'm getting less less pro Fulham as the weeks go on, but I still think <laughs> me Fulham. 
I'm uh, I'm on Team Newcastle, so it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season uh, unfolds. But in terms of a betting perspective, Tom, nothing for you uh, to tip the profit chasers for the Friday? No, no nothing for me. So let's move to Saturday. Um, it kicks us off with Man City Leeds, sure to be a, an entertaining game. City are two to seven, as you'd expect. The draw five to one and Leeds priced at nine to one. Um Man City to get the win, you know, no qualms there. I'll take it from you. Anything alternative that you like the look of? I think there'll be goals in this one personally. Um, over 2.5 is 4 to 9. I'd, I'd even go as far as 3.5 as well. That's 11 to 10. So we're getting more value there. Yeah, Man City to win, both teams to score for me. Uh, 29 to 20 with spread X, all the prices we read out, of course, from their fixed odds service. Uh, City have conceded in their last three Premier League home games. Two to Southampton, one to West Ham and one to Wolves. Southampton and Wolves obviously having disappointing seasons. So definitely something to have a look at there. I think Leeds can can get at them. Um, they, when I was doing my research, Leeds did give me a little bit of a bruise on this tip. Uh, despite scoring against Fulham uh, and Sheffield United, they hadn't scored in their prior three games, but I'm hoping that the kind of stylistic matchup works for Leeds and they can at least get on the score sheet. I can probably see maybe a, a 4 1, a 3 1 uh, to yeah. Man City. So, yeah, both teams Absolutely. to score and City win is 29 to 20. Absolutely. Just for a few more prices around that, I know we're chucking out a lot of prices, but I, I agree. I think there will be plenty of goals and there is a good opportunity for Man City to get 3-4 here. Um, for them to score over 2.5 is evens. And for Man City to score over 3.5 is 11-4. to four. So nearly 3-1 to one for them to get four or more goals. Yeah, they're, they're looking good, aren't they? The And obviously they, they do have the FA Cup semi-final coming up and the Champions League as well. So... Be interesting to see what version of Pep Roulette we get because obviously those two games back-to-back are much bigger than this game against Leeds. So just something to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, Liverpool-Villa is next. Liverpool priced at 8-15. The draw 10-3 and Villa are 5-1. I don't know about you, but I just do not trust either sides. So I'll be avoiding it. Uh. Liverpool, Liverpool are going to win eventually. Okay, this this whole kind of poor form at home. They've only scored one goal at home in twenty twenty one. It's going to change. They got completely shell shocked away at Madrid in midweek. The second half was a lot better. They got on the score sheet, etc. And I had a look at, at Villa's game against Fulham at Villa Park on the weekend, and, and Villa got opened up plenty of times by Fulham if there's repeated if that's repeated sorry there's no reason why Liverpool can't win 8 to 15 completely understand why uh, they're priced that way they are still the defending champions against a rocky side I think you'll get the win but yeah possibly better options available Mm, yeah potentially I'm I'm looking at the Liverpool under goals market so Liverpool to score under 2.5 is 4 to 9 I know Value-wise, there's definitely better elsewhere. But if you were going to have a bet on that, I don't think... I can't see Liverpool getting 3-4 here. 
no, maybe not 3-4, but I, th- I think that would be a close one. Diego Jota is in incredible form at the moment, and you've still got Salah, Mane, etc. on the pitch, Firmino possibly as well. So, uh, yeah, that scares me a little bit, but I agree they won't get more than three. Next, then, is Crystal Palace against Chelsea. Palace are 6-1, to one, the draw is 3-1, to one, and Chelsea are 8-15. to 15. Uh, we tipped Chelsea pretty confidently to, to win to nil on the last podcast. Then they had that disaster against West Brom. Um, largely, I think we can we can credit that down to the red card to Thiago Silva um, early on. Chelsea 8-15 is not a bad price considering the form. So I'm happy to just go with them straight down the line on the nose. I don't. I just don't like betting on any games involving Palace, to be honest with you. They... I just never know what I'm going to get from them. I know I know consistently they're going to be hard to beat. They don't often get completely rolled over. Uh, the Chelsea loss against West Brom, yes, Tom, uh, down to the um, red card and the brilliance of West Brom. But the domination by Porto in midweek throws up a little bit of a flag for me. But yeah, of course, you know, if you have to push me for a winner, I'm going to back Chelsea at 8-15. Okay, then that's our lot for Saturday. Moving on to Sunday, Burnley against Newcastle. We've touched on it already. Uh, Burnley eleven to eight, the draw twenty-one to ten, and Newcastle are nine to four for the win. Um, on the nose, I don't dare touch it. The only thing that screams out to me is probably a lack of goals here. Um, I imagine you're probably thinking along the same lines: under two point five goals, four to seven. So. Uh, bookies kind of expect that as well. It's on the knife edge for me because, yeah, I had a look at under 2.5 straight away in this game and only 50% of the last 12 games involving these two, six apiece, have been under 2.5. The others have gone over, surprisingly. Uh, Sometimes Mm. in their own net, i.e. Tottenham 4, Burnley 0, Brighton 3, Newcastle 0. But, yeah, it's... It's only actually 50% over the last 12 games of the sample size that we've got. So if it goes how we expect it to, a KG affair, a 1-0, a 1-1, a 0-0, etc. Yes, but you know, form has suggested that these two uh, also are capable of, of high-scoring games, whether that's in their own net or whether that's you know 2-2, for example, uh, as Newcastle yeah. showed on the weekend. Okay, well, let's look at West Ham Leicester next. Then West Ham are two to one. The draw is twelve to five, and Leicester are seven to five favourites. Um, I know you fancy goals here, don't you? We've been talking off air about things we like the look of anyway before before we came on air. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. I'll let you reason it, but yeah, I yeah. think there will be goals in this one. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, two avenues we can go down here, I think. Uh, so we'll start off with both teams to score, four to six. Uh, West Ham and Leicester, four of their last six games have been at both teams to score. So uh, that's looking pretty solid. I think you can also get West Ham-Leicester over 2.5. Uh, West Ham, again, four of their last six. And Leicester, five of their last six have gone over 2.5. In terms of games throughout the season, Leicester, 56.67 of their games uh, have gone over. And West Ham, a massive 63.33% of games 
have gone over. Um, obviously, the inclusion of Jesse Lingard has improved that, uh, but that is the whole season. So that's largely without Lingard as well. So with him added to the equation, I'm very excited about the prospect of either both teams score or over 2.5. Yeah, I completely agree with that one. Um, right, so up next, we've got Spurs against Manchester United. Spurs are priced at 15 to 8, the draw 12 to 5, and United are 29 to 20. Um, again, I'm, I'm probably looking towards the under market here. Under 2.5 is 10 to 11, so it's a pretty good price. And the reason I'm thinking that is because of Man United's recent results this season against fellow top six sides, as we classically call them. So, you know, we're talking nil-nils already against Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, One-nil defeat to Arsenal. They lost the reverse fixture 6-1 to Spurs, but I can't see that happening again. Um, So I think generally that... And the fact that games between the top sides have generally been very cagey and low scoring this season as a whole. Um, I'm inclined to go for the unders again here. Yeah, totally with you. Uh, yeah, exactly what I wanted to say, Tom. The the big games, we've touched on it before, have been very disappointing from neutral perspective and from goal perspectives. And yeah, I, I really don't know which way to turn here, to be honest with you, in terms of a result. So I, I would also uh, go for the under market. Cool. Well, up next, last game on Sunday, Sheffield United against Arsenal. Sheffield United are 19-4. to The draw is 14-5 and Arsenal are 4-7 to favourites, as you'd expect. Um, usually, I'd, I think Arsenal will probably win. Do I trust them enough after watching them play woefully against Liverpool last weekend? Absolutely not. Uh, especially not a four to seven, so I will happily just sit this one out. Yep, I would invite anyone to give me five solid reasons why why Arsenal are a good bet this weekend. I I do not fancy in one bit, which is alarming to say they are against one of the worst Premier League sides of all time statistically. Yeah. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Um, okay, then Monday night we've got a couple of games. So West Brom against Southampton is the first. Five to two for West Brom, nine to four for the draw, and twenty-three to twenty for Southampton. Uh, I I was a little bit torn here as to as to which way to go on this one. I've I've ended up kind of looking at double chance West Brom or draw seven to ten. Don't know what you think to that, but. My angle is that I'm looking at Southampton as one of those on-the-beach, potentially, sides. Um, And West Brom, after that win last weekend against Chelsea, really unexpected, everyone had wrote them off. Suddenly, that win out the blue opens the door very, very slightly. (laughs) Um, And if they are going to make any fist in the last eight games of staying up, they have to be winning at home in this kind of game. So I'm not going to go as far as saying they will win 5-2. to two. Uh, I'm just going to go double chance. I am. I, I, I'll go further. West Brom will win. <laughs> I, and the, uh, two reasons why I think so. I actually watched the game live and they were absolutely outstanding. Outstanding. That... 
I was loving watching them play. I've said on the podcast before, I've had a look at their, their starting lineups and their squad, etc. I don't really have a problem with West Brom's attacking talent. Pereira, one of the best players in kind of that bottom cluster. Dean Garner, when he was fit, is a really promising uh, young player. Robinson is a kind of lower-end prem top championship kind of player. Uh, there's, they haven't really... And obviously, uh, Diagne, who I'm a big fan of, sorry, uh, bought in in January, he looks like a real good signing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have an issue. But at the back, they're completely hopeless. But it helps when the team come into the Hawthorns our bottom of the form table over the last 12 games. And that includes below Sheffield United. So Southampton, in an absolute tailspin, end of the season. 5-2 to two for West Brom. I'm happy to take it based off the fact that they were so good against Chelsea. And like you said, Tom, if, if you can't win this game, then forget it. The, the door I wouldn't even say the door's open. I'd say it's like creaking. It's it's creaked <laughs> maybe a millimetre open for them. That I think they'll still go, of course. But if they're going to do anything and put the pressure on Newcastle and and Fulham and Brighton, they've got to win. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it is a good price. Um, we could be sat there on uh, on Monday evening, come what half seven, quarter to eight, thinking that was that was an easy, obvious bit of money there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, finally then, Brighton against Everton. Brighton are five to four. The draw is nine to four, and Everton are twelve to five. I don't strongly fancy anything here, to hmm. be honest. No, neither do I. Everton fourth best away record in the league, so that leans you in an Everton persuasion. And then, just going to put my tin hat on before I read out something expected goals related. But Brighton xG fifth in the table it's it's which one which one do you go for and the answer's probably somewhere in the middle which is neither yeah yeah absolutely so that wraps up i think then for the premier league this weekend let's just take a moment to talk about our sponsors at spreadx yeah so we're delighted to be partnered with spreadx uh, they are the leaders market leaders in spread betting but did you also know that they deliver a fantastic fixed odds service that me and Tom based all of the uh, prices off that we read out on the show. Uh, we've been using SpreadX as our traditional bookmaker now since partnering with them, and I can honestly say it's been nothing other than fantastic. Tom has touched on that SpreadX have kindly offered the Profit Chasers a bet 25, get 25, uh, offer for new customers at www.spreadx.com slash FBP, as in Football Betting Podcast. There's a few T's and C's, so the £25 has to be bet on a single at better odds of 1 to 2. And then the free bets are five £5 bets to be used on your account. So if you have any questions about signing up to SpreadX, please send us a DM, T underscore FB podcast on Twitter be more than happy to help you guys out yep absolutely please do check them out um that then leads us nicely into the championship section of the show so we're going to pick out our highlights from the championship i'll start um and i'm going to take a look at the league leaders norwich who are priced pretty nicely at seven to ten this weekend away at derby county 
Um, I I feel like I probably don't really need to justify Norwich too much. On the verge of sealing promotion, they're 17 points uh, within the automatic promotion places. They're on 87 points, uh, Brentford in third on 70. So it's only a matter of time before they seal their place back in the Premier League. Um, no losses in 12 consecutive games, 10 wins in that run. And that's just capped off by that fantastic uh, 7-0 win over Huddersfield Town that we saw on, uh, is that Easter Monday now? Or was it the day after Easter Monday? Yeah, uh, this day after, I think. Yeah, a few days ago anyway, but fantastic form they're in at the moment. Uh, They've won four of the last five away games, uh, the only blotch on that being a a last-minute goal they conceded to Preston. Um, And Derby themselves have got just one win in nine. So everything for me points towards another Norwich Norwich victory, just the steam trains rolling onto the Premier League, and uh, I think Derby are going to get flattened. Yeah. One of the best championship teams in history, if not um, if not proven by points total, then definitely with my own two eyes. And Derby, in a relegation fight, make no mistake about that. Um, they are in real trouble. Two wins in the last 10, uh, one in the last nine. They're marginally better at home. They're five points better off uh, their home record against their away record, but nowhere near good enough to um, Scupper uh, Norwich, I don't think. Nope. Just want to rewind a little bit, Tom. Uh, Friday night, Watford, Reading. Um, Watford priced at uh, 17 to 20. I think that's a really good price. I, w- I hate to repeat myself for our loyal listeners that listen every week, but Watford, best home record in the 92 Premier League down to League Two, 50 points yielded at Vicarage Road. And they're against the Red inside, pretty much running out of steam, uh, to be honest with you. they No one expected them to be up there. At the start of the season, they blitzed everybody. They had a little bit of a wobble. They came back a bit. Now they're having a little bit of a wobble again. Uh, Watford can put 10 points temporarily between them and the stuttering Brentford in third with a win. Uh, with their game being on Friday and Brentford's game being three o'clock on Saturday. Massive, massive incentive. Haven't seen enough from Reading to suggest that they've got enough to stop the best home record in the EFL and Premier League. Yeah, definitely agree with that one. Um, It's looking like Watford are going to seal that automatic promotion spot as well with uh, Brentford and Swansea stuttering behind them. I'm going to look at Forest next, 13 to 10. I feel like I've not tipped Forest for a while on the podcast. Well, you uh, went so against them last week. I did, yeah. I uh, shouldn't have done. <laughs> We're actually looking quite good, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 13 to 10 for Forest to get a win away at Bristol City uh, this weekend. And I'm looking at this partly because I'm a Forest fan, been watching us. We're doing pretty well at the moment, uh, which makes a nice change. But Bristol City are diabolical at home. They've lost seven consecutive home games. That slide hasn't been arrested by Nigel Pearson coming. It's just continued. Um, Just reading out some of their recent home results. 2-0 loss to Cardiff. 2-0 loss to Reading. 1-0 loss to Barnsley. 2-1 loss to Bournemouth. 2-0 loss to Queen's Park Rangers. 2-0 loss to Rotherham. 2-0 loss to Stoke. There's a lot of 2-0 losses in there. They scored just once at home in the last seven, losing all seven. 
they're there for the taking for Forest, the way we're playing at the moment and the poor form that Bristol City are in. Yeah, it's a free hit for Forest. Um, obviously, yeah, survival's looking locked in uh, for next season. And Bristol City, yeah, they they just need the summer, don't they? Nigel Pearson's come in and he's said that he doesn't like the playing squad. <laughs> he said that <laughs> he doesn't rate them. They're not performing. He needs the summer to get rid of some players and bring some new ones in. And yeah, it's not a happy camp at Ashton Gate. And this, yeah, it's a free hit for Forrest. You know, this is the kind of game where you can turn up with no pressure. You can get a win. All of a sudden, you've won three in a row. And then people start getting excited for next season. It makes you a bit more attractive in the summer to potential new targets. And you can say, look, look how we ended the season. You know, we're looking to continue this. Uh, through to uh, the new season so yeah 13 to 10 Bristol City all over the place uh, both teams had it's, it's funny isn't it Tom both teams have had really bad seasons really and yeah. the mood as we are recording right now couldn't be more different so exactly yeah, yeah. Bristol City if you remember what won the first five games of the season something yeah. like that I think. Yeah, yeah playing Andy Vyman and uh, Jamie Patterson in centre mid and yeah and, and all that kind of craziness that you look back on it seems kind of wild but anyway uh yeah agree with you there tom bournemouth 8 to 13 they are showing a little sign of life uh three wins in a row in the league the the kind of key four uh going forward anyway danjuma stanislas billing and solanke looking really dangerous six goals in the last three games uh between those four players and they're playing against the Coventry side that haven't won any of the last eight away, two all season, and 12 defeats from 19 on the road. You would expect that with the calibre of player Bournemouth have at their disposal, whatever you think about Jonathan Woodgate against a poor Coventry side, a poor travelling side, you should be able to get a win at 8 13 here. Yeah, I really like Bournemouth. I think they're with Norwich probably. One of the strongest tips in the championship this weekend. Uh, I've just got one more, and that is Birmingham at home to Stoke. Birmingham priced at 15 to 8. Um, and I'm thinking here, that stage of the season where teams at the bottom are playing teams in mid-table with nothing to play for, these teams at the bottom are going to start picking up wins. Uh, and I want to piggyback on when they do. And I think Birmingham have got an excellent chance against Stoke, who are... Comfortably in 11th, they're not going up, they're not going down. Nothing's happening for them anymore for this season. They've got a very mixed record as it is of Stoke. They've won just one of the last five away games, losing three. And Birmingham have actually got pretty impressive home form of late. They've won three of the last five and they've beaten QPR, Reading and Swansea. So they've beaten some decent sides there. So two to one, well, nearly two to one. So 15 to eight for Birmingham to get a result is, is a good price. It is. It is. I I flirted, Tom. You just mentioned, you know, teams in trouble, playing against teams in the middle and kind of having, you know, that motivation where you're fighting for everything and the other team are just kind of don't really want to, don't really want to travel, you know, don't really, don't really fancy a game. What do you think to Wickham? They won two games to nil mm-hmm. over Easter. They beat... Blackburn, 1-0, massive game away at Rotherham, won 3-0. Yeah. 
They're playing against a Luton side that's just lost to Derby and Barnsley. The the Barnsley result I'm not too bothered about, but the Derby one alarms me a little bit. Wickham priced at twenty one to ten. It, it is damn tempting. Damn yeah, tempting. I completely agree. I completely agree. It is, isn't it? Um, I'm not as tempted by them as Birmingham, but it For is sure. tempting. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, same as we said with Fulham, you know, if Wickham are going to pull off the greatest of greatest of greatest escapes, then they've got to win this game. Um, yeah. Last thing I'll touch on in the championship for myself, Barnsley, 6-5. to five. I think if you get a bit lazy looking at, because I know who's in the top six and I know who's in the bottom three off the top of my head at any given time in the championship. But those teams in the middle, sometimes I get a bit lazy and I don't check where they are. I'm surprised to see Middlesbrough down in 10th. I know mm. that they've been, you know, they haven't been as good as they were for the first third of the season, but they're below Millwall now. They're below Cardiff, who was stuttering. And it's looking like the playoffs are done. Uh, they're nine points off. I'm playing against a Barnsley side that, in Daryl DK, seven goals in 13 since joining on loan from the uh, from Orlando City in the MLS. They got one of the informed players in the division and he's already matched Borough's top scorer, Duncan Watmore, with seven goals in 11 less games. So I'm really, really enticed by Barnsley. Uh, they are the home side against Middlesbrough. Six to five. If you fancy uh, a draw, 21 to 10. Borough, 12 to five. I don't see any reason why Barnsley can't be back to you and back successfully. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Right then, let's move on to League One. Anything take your fancy from League One straight away? Oh, I, can't, I just can't wait to read out Blackpool, to be honest with Go you. Go on. This is your favourite club in the EFL, I feel, at the moment. Yeah, and I'm a Forest fan and they broke my heart years ago, but I've forgiven them <laughs> now because, yeah, I'm really enjoying what they're doing. Uh, this is the former impressive underdog against the current impressive underdog. Lincoln, Blackpool. Lincoln 6-4, draw 11-5, Blackpool 13-8. I'm all in on Blackpool. They're the form team in League One. They got six points over Easter. Um, Yates, their striker, linked with a couple of championship clubs. Uh, he broke the scoring record for a season uh, for Black for a Blackpool player. On the weekend, he notched his 18th uh, league goal. And Lincoln are just limping. They're below Swindon, Wimbledon, Northampton, Ipswich and more in the form table. They're 20th over the last six games. Blackpool have delivered for me pretty consistently. Um, they won, were on my winning treble from last week. The week before, it didn't quite work out. But I'm fancying them again. I, I'm really in on Blackpool. They're an absolute lock for the playoffs. And I think 13 to 8 is just, you just cannot resist it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely think Blackpool should get another win there on a really good run of form, as you've mentioned, and, and a good price to boot this weekend that we should take advantage of. Uh, a team, the, I'd say, what, the inverse price of 13 to 8 for Blackpool, 8 to 13, Peterborough. They're at home to Swindon. Sorry, no, they're not. They're away to Swindon this weekend. Swindon really struggling. Uh, 20th in the division, just level on points with Bristol Rovers who occupy that first relegation spot. Peterborough in second, 
currently uh, three points behind Hall with a game in hand and above Sunderland by two points. So still got a, an absolutely massive shout of automatic promotion. I think they can go away to this Swindon side who do tend to struggle at home and get another three points. Um, Swindon have been pretty poor in the last few home games. So they've lost to Oxford, Gillingham and Blackpool. Uh, and I think the form generally that Peterborough are in, uh, it was only a few games ago, they beat Accrington Stanley 7-0. Um, I think they can definitely get a, another win here. Yep, with you on that one. Uh, keeping towards the top of the table, let's have a look at Hull. They are being priced now as league leaders, I think. Uh, we're getting 8 to 11. So you know, we've seen Hull at bigger prices, uh, but I understand you know, they're top of the table with, what, six games to go. So I do mm-hmm. get it. Uh, they're playing away at Plymouth, so long old trip. But Ryan Lowe in Plymouth's last outing in a 3-0 loss to Shrewsbury says that his team were disgraceful and it was the worst attacking performance under his management. And if they think that the season's over, they have another thing coming. Strong words <laughs> from the Scouser there. Hull coming to town. Uh, it was looking pretty ominous for Hull. But obviously with Peterborough and now Sunderland with Lee Johnson uh, coming out of nowhere, they're just five points clear of them. Uh, Peterborough have got one and Sunderland have got two games in hand on Hull. So this is a real massive game for them. They've got to keep winning. Uh, An 8-11, to it's tight, but I think you'll get a win. Yep. I do think they will as well. Uh, Plymouth, though, <laughs> the season is over, isn't it? Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Job's done. <They're... laughs> 15 points um, above the relegation zone with with seven games to play or six games to play for them. So, yeah, job, job's done. <laughs> it, it is, it is. But you you got to admire it. He doesn't want complacency, does he? Uh, I can understand that. Um, I only had one more. This isn't the strongest tip that I'm going to read out or show, but I do quite like the look of Ipswich at home to MK Dons, 6-4 to four for Ipswich. Um, they've had a pretty good home run of late. They've won three of the last five games at home. Didn't lose the other two either. MK Dons on the road, very generally very poor, I'd say, uh, of late. They lost 4-2 to Shrewsbury, 3-2 to Gillingham and 3-0 to Wigan. and then. More recently, they beat Burton 2-1, which is a bit better. But those games before that really do concern me. Um, their loss against Crewe last weekend was was a surprise, a coupon buster. Um, I don't think many people expected them to lose at home to Crewe. We certainly didn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to go for, for Ipswich, who seem to be doing pretty well now. Um, and they're just, what, three points outside the playoffs. And they, they've got their eye on Lincoln. I firmly think that Ipswich have their eye on sixth place, which is uh, Lincoln's currently occupied spot. And they've got an excellent chance of getting a, another win this weekend. Um, they they do actually have a good record against MK Dons. I'm not going to lean on this too much. They've they've not lost in 11 consecutive games against MK Dons, but we are going back far. <laughs> 1918. <laughs> For those stats. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to read my notes on the Ipswich game. Ipswich, banana skin. Don't get sucked in by Paul Cook, new owners, name of the club and league position. Poor recently, drew to Wigan and Rochdale. 
Only win in the last three coming against bottom of the form table, Bristol Rovers. MK Dons, one to watch next season, finishing the season well. <laughs> well there, so, there we go then. <laughs> I can't say we differ on yes. uh, on Ipswich, which which is fine. Football's all about opinions. But yeah, not for me. Um okay. I will rattle through Portsmouth. I mean, this Tom feels like a mouse trap for me. And I feel like Portsmouth are the cheese that I want and Burton are the trap. Because Portsmouth <laughs> three to four, draw twelve to five, Burton ten to three. Um it's a great price if it comes through. A great price. I mean the Cowleys have come in. Uh, they've won four in a row. Uh, they've but when I had a look, they beat Wigan, Rochdale, Shrewsbury, and Ipswich. Obviously, you know how I feel about Ipswich. Uh, I suppose you can only beat who's in front of you, but it's not exactly the creme de la creme. Burton aren't the runaway train they once were when you were backing them week after week, uh, but mm-hmm. they haven't lost any of the last eight away games, including draws at Accrington Stanley and Blackpool, notably. And wins against obviously other lower half teams. If it comes in three to four is a glorious price, but I'm yeah. just a little bit nervous about Portsmouth. They haven't played anybody half decent in my opinion yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could. Uh, I definitely understand the uh, the mouse and the cheese. That I... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, the thing is, isn't it? You, it wouldn't surprise you if Portsmouth ran out like two nil winners there. But at the same time, it also equally wouldn't surprise me if if Burton managed to get a draw. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. Let's move on to League Two, shall we? Well, we can do. I, I've got wrote down here first. So when I make my notes, I do Prem context, Champ context, League One. So I've got the title here, League Two. And then in brackets, I've got the impossible league. In <laughs> I, was, I, I was glancing over and I, I spend a decent amount of time on each league. I've got one tip and I hope people... One. Yeah, one. I, I don't... I hope people of, of League Two, well, fans of League Two, don't feel shortchanged by me, but I could only see one thing that I liked. I'm hoping the sound of your voice you've got more than that yeah i th- i thought you'd have more to be honest right. uh, at least two i thought you'd have at well, least this two is, this is your pods then but this is your section you're the league two expert now well go ahead with your with your one so i don't steal it <laughs> right okay um cambridge have you got him no what right okay this is i'm very confused anyway Cambridge, 29-20 to 20 at home to Exeter. Uh, it's looking like it's between them and Cheltenham for the title. Seven points clear of fourth at the time of recording. Obviously, third is the uh, last automatic promotion spot in League Two, FYI. Uh, Exeter lost three away in a row. Port Vale, Oldham, Tranmere. It's just looking pretty ominous for me that Cambridge are going to get this unlikely promotion that no one expected. And Exeter are just, they're just bound to League Two forever. I remember when Rochdale had, I think, 20-something seasons in League Two. And, you know, you kind of, they kind of feel like part of the furniture. And I know they don't want to be because they've had so many playoff campaigns, but (laughs) they're they're five points off having played a game more 
of the playoffs. It's not over, but I think this is one of the hardest um, fixtures in League Two away at Cambridge, and twenty nine to twenty for the U's is is attractive. And Tom, I'd like to know why you don't think so. To be fair, um, I think it's more a case of I've missed it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I, I, I will hold my hands up and say I think I've missed that one, and that is that does look solid. That is. I mean, you can't say much, can you, when someone uh, holds their hands up like that? But anyway, I'll let you take it away. My League Two tips are done. I, I may comment on yours, but the, the floor is yours. Bolton. Come on, Bolton. We love tipping oh, Bolton. No, no, I, I do anyway. I'm gonna, Bolton priced at 19 to 20 for a victory at home to Harrogate. Bolton, uh, they've won four of the last five home games, generally on a very good run. Um, they've won seven of the last ten games, losing just the most recent one away at Newport County. Harrogate, though, are really struggling. They've lost four of the last five. They're not scored for four consecutive games. Um, away from home, again, lost four of the last five. So, uh, yeah, it's, it looks like a team in form in Bolton who are going for the automatic promotion places up against a team who are very much not in form and just settling for a, a nice mid-table spot, which is great for Harrogate. First uh, season back in the league, they've done really well, never in danger of relegation. So job done for them. But yeah, Bolton have got much more to play for and uh, they're a decent price. Nah. Nah. Not no? No, no. Bolton, Bolton are just... They're, they were running very hot, I think. I'm looking, Tom. They drew at home to Colchester, arguably the worst team in the in the EFL and Premier League. Obviously, um, last time out at home, they lost against Newport, who you haven't liked all season. And Harrogate, yeah, they've been poor recently, but they were really good against Port Vale on the weekend. They just ended up on a losing side, and it happens. It was just a game of fine margins. But yeah, I'm I'm not in on this Bolton thing. At all. Okay. At all. Okay. Well, a team next. So I've got just got one more for me. So a, a team that I have next, um, I thought you probably would be more in on after last week, and that's Stevenage away at Salford. Um, I'm going to go for Stevenage on the double chance, so draw or win. On the nose, they're 13 to 5, so they're a really good price. This is a team who have not lost in 12 consecutive games. Uh, and they're up against the Salford side in very inconsistent form. Won, won one of the last seven. Uh, so for me, you've got Stevenage, who are looking really good. They've kept five clean sheets on the road in a row. Double chance, four to six at least. Looks good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Salford, Salford have just come off the back of a win at, away at Forest Green, who aren't packing many punches. I, I'll give, I'll give you the double chance. I, I like that. I can't see them getting beaten, but I don't like going against Salford too much, especially at home. Obviously, we all know about Salford's home record. They haven't lost a single match in League Two at home. So mm. it's, it's just a little concern for me, but I can definitely see a draw, maybe a 1-1. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's uh, everything then for uh, this week's tips. Let's recap last week's successful bomb-proof treble and my unsuccessful one. 
<laughs> yeah, so if you're new to the show, uh, we are going to recap last week's Bombproof Troubles and bring you this week's. So this is the part of the show where we put together all of our research and, and stats, etc., into a couple of bets that we back ourselves with £10 uh, stakes. If you guys want to jump on the back of that, then obviously feel free to do so. Uh, SpreadX offers a boosted price, an exclusive boosted price for our trebles. You just have to go on the website, type in podcast into the search bar and we'll come up Tom P and Tom W trebles. Um, yeah, uh, as I said, seven to one last week for my winner, uh, SpreadX boosted it to eight to one. So gave everyone basically a free tenner, which is nice. Tom, as you said, yours wasn't successful last week so i don't know if you want to want to go through and and blame some teams <laughs> yeah so i did have one winner um across the three teams i had watford to beat sheffield wednesday at home they did so one nil i had norwich to win away at preston um they ended up drawing one all they conceded in the last couple of minutes and finally i had cardiff to win at home against forest but forest actually won one nil so uh, very mixed bag there Mixed bag for sure. Um, mine was, as, as I mentioned, successful. It was an 8-1 to one winner, boosted with spread X. Uh, we had the Salford-Grimsby game to be under 2.5 goals. That ended in a 1-1 draw, so that came in. Uh, we had Stevenage away at Oldham. They won 1-0. And we had Blackpool away at Swindon. They won 2-0. So lovely little winner there. Three in our last five shows we've brought you. So hoping to do so again, Tom. Uh, wondering if you wanted to go first with your treble. Yeah, I'll go first. I've, I've taken a few risks, uh, potentially, this weekend. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so you might want to sub some of these teams out for double chance, potentially, but we're gonna, I'm just going to go for it on the nose. So... That. Starting off in the Premier League with West Brom at home to Southampton, priced at 5-2. to two. Then dropping into the Championship for Birmingham at home to Stoke, priced at 15-8. to eight. And finally Norwich away at Derby, priced at 7-10. to ten. Uh, A £10 example stake, unboosted, returns £171. So it's a big earner. We've got two teams there, Birmingham and West Brom, who are big prices. So that's why I'm saying you might want to sub them out for double chance potentially um, if you want to take a little bit of the risk, less risk. Could be in for a, a big windfall <laughs> if they all come in. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Imagine if you used your free, uh, well, if you use your £25 bet to open a SpreadX account, put it on the Tom P treble. It's already at yeah. one seven. what did you say, 170 odd? Yeah, 171. So yeah, you're 25 £25 bet would return 427 quid. <laughs> well, it would return more because it would be boosted. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it would, yeah. So uh, that would be a very profitable uh, weekend for sure. So, yeah, I love the I love the uh, ambition there, Tom. Love it. I am going to go for uh, something that I thought that paid quite a bit, but <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> uh, I'm going for West Ham Leicester over 2.5 in the Premier League. 10 to 11. I'm going to drop into the champ. I'm going to take Bournemouth at home to Coventry. They are 8 to 13. And I'm going to take my boys Blackpool away at Lincoln City, 13 to 8. Unboosted, 
example, fixed odds from SpreadX, £10 on, returns eighty ninety five. You know what, mate? That wins. For me? Yeah. That wins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I, uh, I slated your travel last week and it ended up winning. So I apologise <laughs> for that. I was wrong. I actually think I really like that. That is that is very strong. Wow, not sure, not sure what the catch is here, but no, no ifs, no buts. I think I think that's a very good travel. And I for one will be back in that this weekend. Lovely. Well, fingers crossed that we can all get some winners, no matter how uh, our bets are put together. Tom, this is your part of the show. Fancy football? Then, if you want to rattle through it as quickly as possible, because I absolutely hate this section. Right, let's just talk about the top 10, shall we, who are all doing much better than we are. Um, They are from 10 to 1. Andrew Jones, Scott Strang, Stuart Moore, Andrew Robson, Jordan Turner, Andrew Johnson, Footy Links, David Arias, David Doherty and Sean Hayes is once again still top of the league and drawing away with Rybridge United. Uh, Over 2,000 points he's on, doing really, really well. And well in line to uh, get the £20 free bet at the end of the season. Uh, you can still join the Fantasy Football League if if you want to join for this season or if you just want to make yourself in the league ready for next season. Just ask us on social media and we'll we'll give you the league code for that. Yeah, T underscore FB podcast is the Twitter handle and that's our chosen kind of favourite social media. Uh, me and Tom are actually working on running specials. So coming very soon on Twitter, you're going to get Premier League tips for who's going to go down, uh, who's going to get promoted from each EFL league, who's going to get relegated from each EFL league, and then all the corresponding prices from SpreadX. So you're not going to want to miss that, T underscore FB podcast. Facebook as well, facebook.com slash podcast. And if you want to uh, join in uh, the discussion via email, feel free to do so footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com yeah um, and if you, ha- if you have enjoyed the show guys please leave us a rating and review we really appreciate it when a new review comes in uh, just a little thank you for, for our time doing the show and if you do want to sign up for SpreadX as we mentioned www.spreadx.com forward slash FBP to get that bet 25 get 25 offer lovely thank you very much for your time Profit Chasers go well this weekend <laughs>